0: beat
1: Candice, your favorite money management specialist. Thank you so much for coming back and tuning into Cream Academy, the safe space for black money stories. Today, we are going to get into the next spender profile, which is Emotional Earl. So, come on back after this short commercial break. Welcome back to Cream Academy. I'm your host, Queen Candace, and this segment is sponsored by The Cafe Unwind, a holistic safe haven for black women and women of color. So make sure you follow them at The Cafe Unwind. Today, for our nugget of knowledge, we will get into the next spender profile, which is Emotional Earl. So, when Emotional Earl gets upset, He spends on any and everything. His bad money habits are that he doesn't take control of his career or his cash flow. He commonly thinks, I hate my job, my life sucks, I'm just gonna buy this because it makes me feel better. Emotional Earl uses temporary satisfaction and never actually gets to the root of the problem. So Emotional Earl, my pro tip is to build a life that you actually endure living, right? So the root of your problem is not actually the money. It's your life. So let's fix that. <laughs> after this commercial break, we will get into our guests for the night. And I think you guys are going to love who you see. So get your butt back here after the commercial break.
0: We're gonna get your money, right? We're gonna need your money.
1: Thank you so much for rocking with me, your favorite money management specialist here on Cream Academy. This segment is sponsored by Jasmine Taylor TV. She's a phenomenal radio personality, and you can listen to her show every Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. on 105.1. So make sure you follow her at Jasmine Taylor TV. Today, we are speaking to a very special guest, Miss Jerisa Sam. <laughs> Honey, hey, kiddo, <laughs> hey, sis, <laughs> hey. So, um, you took the spender quiz, and you got your results, and you are emotional, emotional Earl. Earl.
2: I'm emotional, Earl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: So, how I'm did you feel Earl. taking the quiz?
2: i I actually felt good about it. Um, being able to know what it was that I was answering. Um I actually thought I was an emotional spender before I got the results, so it felt good to really actually see that my results
1: was what I thought
2: it to be.
0: Oh, so you already <laughs> knew
1: that coming into this like, I I'm knew. i definitely that one. So tell us a little bit about that. Like what makes you feel like you you connect most with emotional earl? Um so for me,
2: um I feel like connect with emotional earl because I spent emotionally Um, going through a lot of you know depressing moments and always experiencing um, seasonal depression um, I was an emotional Earl for six months out of the year so I spent money um, as a result of helping me um, feel comforting and you know feeling like I was you know feeling you know loved so that's what I use money for
1: Okay. Okay. So let's dig a little bit deep into the reason why you were so emotional. So can you tell us a little bit about your, your journey from, you know, the financial trauma and things of that nature on it over?
2: Absolutely. So, um, Money became, um, I would say, an issue for me when I got into um, relationships. And I think that my last relationship, which was also a marriage, Mm -hmm. is when um, I really became emotional, Earl. Um, not being happy, not being my, being able to be myself and not really knowing what was really wrong with me and what I was dealing with. So, you know, but <laughs> spending money was just the best thing for me to do. Um, and, you know, also knowing that I worked several jobs, um, it wasn't like I was, although I was spending money, it wasn't like I was putting myself in a hole in other areas because those extra jobs that I had was there to, You know, comfort those spending habits.
1: Oh, so you were like a workhorse. You were Mm -hmm. slave driving yourself. I sure was. I think at one point in time, I went up to
2: at least having five jobs at one time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow so when did you see your kids? Well it, it's all about prioritizing right and knowing how to you know work around your schedule and things like that so it never took away from me being a mom mm-hmm. I was I'm a single mom so how can it take away from me being you know the the care provider mm-hmm. I literally just prioritize my, my schedule really good to where I was still able to take the children to school mm-hmm work my jobs, and still be able to be that full-time mom and full-time student that I needed to be for myself.
1: So you said, I'm going to take all of these extra four jobs just to support my spending habit.
2: Yes, my main job had to support my living habit, right, and taking care of the family. So I couldn't I can't t- take money from there if it was already accounted for. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I like to buy things and I knew that, you know, I had to make myself happy, even if I wasn't in that emotional state, I still needed to have the extra money to do so.
1: So I'm very curious. How much were you making from these other four jobs? Because that'll determine actually how much you were spending in those depressive states.
2: Yeah. So each
1: job literally
2: was making no less than 30,000 a year. So um, although they were part time jobs, um, because I had the, cre- uh, the credentials um, in the areas that I was focusing in, I was still getting paid a good amount of money.
1: So how how much would you say you were spending in one haul?
2: Oh, some days I'm spending at least like I would say anywhere between one hundred and two hundred dollars on stuff. I mean, I shopped every day on clothes. So like even if I didn't wear it, I mean, I still had it because it was just something that made me feel good about what I was doing. Um, So, I mean, at one point in time, I I think I spent like five thousand dollars in one month, you know, um, just buying stuff just buying stuff stuff that I don't even need but just the fact that I was buying it is what made me feel good about it so mm -hmm.
1: so let me ask you was the the enticement from actually like having the transaction online or was it when you like received the clothes or were you an online shopper or in person type
2: so I was an online shopper only because once again I said I went I was going through uh Depression. Um, being around other people was just too overwhelming for me. Um, I couldn't shop in those stores, so I would shop online. But even when I received the stuff, that wasn't the that wasn't the fulfillment for me. Mm. It wasn't the fulfillment for me because I still wasn't wearing it. I still wasn't utilizing it to its potential. So what I was doing is I, it was making it extra stuff for me to donate the people, give away. Like I'm just that. That was just the person I was. So it was never like I, you know, didn't have like I was shopping and it was like something that like, oh my goodness, I just want to have this because I wasn't even utilizing it. I think it was just something to replace that void that I was missing of just having the opportunity to be in control over something.
1: Right, right, right. So I'm curious. So you said basically the enticement came from Doing the actual transaction, right? But receiving the item didn't give you anything. No. So does that mean that you were you were just giving away to people? Were you were you getting like receipts back, like no, for so the donations? So like I worked for, <laughs> I worked for many nonprofit
2: organizations. Then that, that um, service people with disabilities, mm-hmm. developmental disabilities, and that was that they're my passion, my heart. And a lot of them were lacking. So I was that person I was able to provide. So whenever I worked, I wanted them to look good. I wanted them to feel good and I wanted them to be able to be happy. So I knew that whenever I was in the presence, there had to be a change to where I can put a smile on their face. So even if it was giving them something new that they didn't have because people were stealing their money or things like that, at least they know that I was able to do that. Even if they was verbal, nonverbal, or anything like that. You know, just being able to make them happy. And it was something that I was missing for myself. Nobody was doing it for me, so why can't I do it for others?
1: That's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you. I'm glad that you turned your pain into something that yeah. can actually be productive, right? Um, in a little way, because you know, <laughs> spending ain't good. <laughs> yeah,
2: but you know what? That was me before. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not emotional earl anymore because I had to... I had to mentally get myself there um, to find out and dig deep down to find out why I was an uh, emotional spender. Um, Like I said, at that time that I was going through um, the spending and stuff, I, I never knew that I was depressed, right? So when I got into that space of wanting to know why out of six, month, six months out of the year, I had to be finding my ways to pick myself up. Um, I had to dig deep down and find out what the root of the problem was. And it was just more of wanting to bring other people to my level and elevating them. So I was just spending money, buying them unnecessary things. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't unnecessary, but I think if I had a car and you my boo, you got a car too, boo. All
1: right. <laughs> Well, can, can I be your boo? I mean, <laughs> I was saying, but no,
2: for real. So I think though those were my my issues, mm-hmm. and also coming from the fact of I was always a single woman. I grew up in a single house woman household. So my mother always did for herself. I never seen a man in my household. So guess what? If I wanted to make myself happy, I didn't need nobody else to make me happy. But what my problem was, when I realized that other people wasn't on my level, I always wanted to bring them up, and they were not providing or doing, um, the work to maintain themselves there. So that's how I got myself into those things.
1: So while you were dating these um, people, (laughs) you were essentially the gift giver. So were they receiving of that or did you still not get the fulfillment that you needed? I still wasn't getting the fulfillment that I needed. And I
2: I knew that I wasn't getting the fulfillment that I needed. But when you're so used to making yourself happy, if somebody else doesn't do, it's okay because I know how to make myself happy. So um it didn't really matter to me. Um at at least I thought at that time.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> so so now yeah. we're at a healthier place, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Mentally, emotionally, and so you've stopped the emotional spending. That's great. So does that mean that you've actually built yourself a budget? So like what exactly did you do to bring So yourself I actually
2: of- um so Honestly, once again, like I said, digging deep down as to why I was doing it, mm-hmm. and finding out, okay, well now all of this extra money that I'm using, how can I actually benefit? I um, mean, utilize it in other ways. Um, I started taking classes. I learned how to invest in stocks. Um, <clears throat> I started saving more. So the money that I was spending on the booze, I actually was saving, you know, um, and stuff like that. So yes, I had to mentally teach myself how to be there, and also, like I said, because if I didn't fully know, I just took classes or asked people. Or use my phone. Google know everything.
1: Listen, Google (laughs) is my best friend, (laughs) okay? So I do want to make sure I get this question in because it's my favorite question in the whole wide world. What does financial freedom mean to you?
2: Financial freedom to me means being able to fully live life to your potential and know that money is abundant. And as long as you are mentally prepared to... Process the fact that everything you do um, is is based off of your thoughts and the positive energy that you give, and you know um, all of those things, then you can financially be free and not have to worry about anything.
1: Uh, listen, I like that one. <laughs> I, I like that one. So after the commercial break. We will find out how you guys can contact the beautiful and amazingly talented Miss J. Risa Sass. So come back after the break.
3: Lady Magazine is your source for the latest in lifestyle, current events, music and entertainment, fashion and beauty, entrepreneurship, and more. Lady Magazine's interactive element allows you to watch videos, listen to music, and participate in surveys all within the magazine. Shopping is made easy. All you have to do is go to your favorite upcoming brands page, click on their advertisement, and you'll be directed straight to their website. Book an appointment or find out more about some of your favorite brands by our amazing click-to-call or click-to-email feature. To create more exposure and awareness for your brand or business, make sure you email us at ladymagazine at gmail.com. That's L-A-D-E magazine at gmail.com. Or visit our website, www.ladymag.com.
0: Thank you. Thank you
1: so much for rocking with me, your favorite money management specialist here on Cream Academy. And this segment is actually sponsored by our guest today, so that's fun, <laughs> Miss Jeresa Sass. And she is your benevolent and sassy mentor. She helps you with any kind of traumatic experience that you are having within your life. So make sure you go to jeresasass.com and book a session with her. So Jay Risa, thank you so much for coming tonight. Yes, oh my goodness. <laughs> Candace, <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course, of course. So I want you to, I know I briefly said what you do, but very, very concise. Let them know what you do and how they can reach you. So hi, guys. Once again, I
2: am Jay Risa Sass, your Benevolent and Sassy Mentor. I focus on benevolence healing. Healing within yourself so that you can know your true self in order to be able to transfer that to someone else. Um, I help with healing in every avenue, especially trauma. Trauma is a very, 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 very uh, touchy subject. And anyone that is interested in, you know, getting in touch with me, booking a session or even having a conversation with me, you can reach me at um, Benevolent and Sassy Mentor on Instagram and on Facebook, or visit my website at jeresaSass.com. Thank you. you very you're welcome.
1: Welcome. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you so very much. And I appreciate you as well. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Okay, guys, so after this commercial break, we will get to the celebratory piece of your money milestones. So come on back after this commercial. be. are going to get into the celebratory piece of the episode, and that is celebrating money milestones. So one of my clients in the debt payoff process alone was able to increase her credit score from a 567 to a 636 after just four months in the program. So I am super, super, super duper proud of you for doing the work and accomplishing this major, major milestone. So I am super, super duper proud of you for achieving this major, major milestone. That is no easy feat within four months of the program. So of course, remember the program is 12 months, so we will continue to monitor her progress here on Cream Academy. And if you're interested in sharing your money milestones, make sure you go to queenblueprinttv.com and we can work on changing the narrative together. And if you need any of the services that I provide, which is that debt payoff process and the credit repair, make sure you go to thequeenblueprint.com. And if you wanna ask me a question or anything like that, make sure you drop me a line on Instagram at thequeenblueprint. Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. And of course, if it costs your peace, it's too expensive.
0: Let's talk habit, let's map action. It's a real quick back on magic. Let's dig deep, all this key. Put your fit and take your be. we gonna get your money right. we gonna need your mind. Building things, hopes and dreams. One step back.